Hey guys, welcome to the Go Cleanse Health Conversation. I'm Terry. We got Scott and Peter standing by to go ahead and throw down all the knowledge they have about Go Cleanse, and it's always evolving. This knowledge as we're learning, it's so fun. It really is. And uh, first of all, we have a special guest today too, which we're going to get to in a second. This is the first time we've ever had a guest on the show, isn't it, guys? Yes, yep. sir. Yeah, this will be great. This will be great. Before we do it, we always like starting the show with a little bit of a, you know, little success story. In this case, I'm going to kind of mush two together. Uh, this one just came in. It says, Dear GoCleds, ever since you decided to include contestants' vitals, my desire to give GoCleds a try deepened. It didn't take long for me to give it a try. I recently completed an 11-day cleanse and lost 17 pounds. My blood pressure my blood pressure is now normal. And now I have a 30-day cleanse headed my way. Thank you. That's from Chaco. And then we have another and then we have another one here. It says, Hey, go this this, by the way, is the shortest success story I think we've ever got. Hey, GC, couldn't even write Goklands. Hey, GC, 30 days, 33 pounds, new pants, new shirts, new life. I love it. Paul, South Carolina. Sweet. (laughs) They always, it's the best part of the show right there because those are real results, real people out there. Thanks for both those, uh, Terry. These are great. Great. So, so Peter, if you wouldn't mind introducing our special guest, this is an exciting thing here. This is is a big deal, guys. And we're going to let you know up front, we're going to cut this into two episodes because this is going to be so much knowledge and so much you need to know. And for those of you that are health geeks, this is going to be the one you're going to be sharing. You're going to be sending it to your friends. This, this is a, this is a big deal for us. So go ahead. Yes, Peter. But I have to add one thing, you know, all this time you guys have been listening to Peter go on and on about the study, the study, the study, the study. Well, just wait till you hear who this guest is. All right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I'm in scientific nerd heaven, you two. So here we go. So it's my great pleasure and honor to uh, introduce a colleague of mine, Dr. Paul Arciero. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. He is arguably the world's greatest nutritional researcher for almost 40 years. He's a full tenured professor at Skidmore College and more recently at the University of Pittsburgh, one of the most prestigious um, uh, nutritional uh, departments in the whole United States. He's worked with Green Berets, Navy SEALs, uh, you name it. So he has worked both in sports physiology along with nutrition. So Dr. Arciero, I want to spend our time wisely and the audience gets to experience you. So welcome to uh, the podcast. Wow, this is uh, this is a, a treat, a big honor. Thanks for having me. I'm ready to go. Well, okay. So I, can, ahead, I don't want to interrupt, Peter, but I have to take a visual here. You said for 40 years. I just Googled the guy. He's not even 40. <laughs> uh, doesn't look like it, does no. no what the what the hell do you got going on doc <laughs> cleansing I go cleanse i go cleanse exactly all right all right so 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 guys i want to start out with one of the most important things and dr arcier you're the best one to explain it so you've been doing this for 40 years and this of basically what they use within Go Cleanse, which is intermittent nutritional fasting and protein pacing. You've been chasing the silver bullet for weight loss for almost 40 years. And you said, not only have you found the bullet, but now you have the evidence. Please explain the significance of these peer-reviewed human trials 
that you analyzed with, with these people life-changing results. Just spend a minute or two explaining the significance and why no other diet or nutritional company on their own has had, you know, peer-reviewed human trials. Peter, it's it's a it's a, a big endeavor. That's why, um, you know, th that's why not anyone else has been able to document it the way I have. But just to back up, I've been at this, as Terry pointed out, for 40 years, and I appreciate you saying I don't look at uh, that means a lot to me. But it also means that I've been doing at least something uh, correctly in terms of integrating a healthy lifestyle. And I had been on the search for 40 years to find the holy grail to optimal health. And I really break it down into three pillars, body optimization, longevity or health span, and then fitness and performance, that vitality component to our life. And it has become extremely clear to me based on the peer-reviewed scientific findings uh, that I have been pursuing here over the last decade that this is truly uh, groundbreaking scientific research, uh, these findings. And, and you speak about it on the podcast. You have real life anecdotal evidence from the people that um, send in all of these uh, feel good stories. And so to be able to have the science to back those stories up, um, it truly is the pinnacle of, of optimal life potential, optimal health. And so um, yeah, the research is not easy to conduct. Uh, these studies are laborious, meaning they take a lot of time, a lot of resources, a lot of energy. Um, and what's most important, Peter, that I think is worth that's worth that's worth noting is that these are third-party, independent yep. uh, research studies, meaning that they're they're conducted at leading universities, such as the one I'm currently at at the University of Pittsburgh. So. Um, and Skidmore College, where I was previously. So these are not um, conducted in-house on, you know, people from within the company, for example, or a group of hired uh, test market subjects. These are real out in the wild living human beings uh, with real science and real results. And so that's what makes it so exciting. Well, I just want to clarify for the audience, what we're talking about is you, the principles used in Go Cleanse, intermittent nutritional fasting, protein pacing, that's what you validated. That's what you saw. So, again, this, this puts us in a category that, that no one's ever seen before. So, let's get right into it. I've asked you this question before. Based on these peer-reviewed studies, and you literally have analyzed, if you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every kind of diet, if we went A through Z, if we went to Barnes & Noble, every diet in there you've probably analyzed. And you told me now, based on the studies, and I want we'll share some of the results in a moment, but you you in good conscience could never recommend a conventional diet again. And why is that? They don't work. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time, everybody. <laughs> Let's there. <laughs> if you want to order, that, go that, ahead. <laughs> that's simple enough. That, uh, that was, for this show, probably simple enough, but it's not. So I just want you to give me the backup to go into what 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 you've now discovered about diets. You've actually told me. I, I want to clarify, they're unhealthy. Actually, why is that? This is going to blow the audience's mind. They don't work. Yeah. No, Peter, <laughs> go ahead. I know. Listen, the, the bottom line is these these 
these so-called diets and we could reel them off in a, a, a complete alphabetical list, as you said. Uh, they've been around for um, the history of humankind and they, they have never worked. Um, and the reason why they, they don't work and they will never work is because they're asking a living, thriving organism, in this case, a human, to eat less nourishment and expend more calories. I mean, just say that out loud. I think most people, if you just say that out loud, it doesn't make any intuitive sense, never mind scientific <laughs> logic. And so not only is it intuitively just absolutely wrong, but the science has never proven that to work. You, you, you will never, never have anything healthy come out of starving an individual or a human or an organism for that matter, and then demanding it expend more energy. I mean, it, it's actually comical. It's actually quite funny to think about people actually fall victim and prey to the, the, the bombardment of mass media, fake media, um, uh, social uh, media gurus, um, celebrity pundits, uh, so-called medical health experts that keep on perpetuating this, um, you know, my sons have taught me the term dog water, but I've, I've since elevated it to pig water. That <laughs> it's, it's garbage. I mean, it really is. It's garbage for anybody. And, and I'm, I know I'm coming across strong here, but I, I can't voice this any more clearly for people. Don't ever fall prey to having someone tell you that the best way to achieve health is to lose, uh, to uh, burn more calories, go out and exercise and eat less. I mean, it's just, it's such a, um, uh, a tragedy. Um, and so that's not what we do. So that's, that's really the bottom line. Every other but I, doctor, but I, 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 if I may, I want to clarify one thing. Okay. And that is why is it so unhealthy? And I want you to explain what you explained to me earlier today about the fact that when you lose lean muscle, which, and that's the downfall of every diet out there, you said what from 40 to 50% of lean muscle is lost on diets and what that does to the body, explain to the audience and to me and to Scott and to uh, Terry as well. What, this is crazy that it's actually unhealthy to go on a diet. Yeah, so, so what essentially happens is this. When we deprive ourselves of nourishment, life-sustaining nourishment at any level, the body does not discriminate where you lose the weight from that it needs in order to survive. I hope I said that very clearly. So anytime you are depriving your body of nourishment, life-sustaining nourishment, the body doesn't know any better. It, it, it doesn't have the capacity to discriminate where it's going to draw its vital energy from. It has to come from somewhere. If you're not feeding it properly, if you're dieting or you're um, – fueling your body with the wrong nutrients, which is what every other diet does in this world, then the body goes into a state of triage. You know, the same thing that happens in an emergency room when a person comes in with a life-threatening illness. The emergency room staff has to do what's called a triage and identify what's the most important life-sustaining task they can do to keep the person alive. The same thing happens in our own body when we are depriving it of, of healthy nourishment. It goes into a state of triage. It goes into a state of, all right, geez, I don't have the nutrients I need. I'm going to pull from 
my body existing tissue and, and fuels to allow me to survive. And guess what? The most vitally sustaining nutrient we have in our body, which the body ends up utilizing when we deprive it of its healthy nourishment, is our protein sources. That's our lean body mass. That's our skeletal muscles. It's our bones. It's our vital organs. It's our brain. It's our liver, our pancreas. I mean, think of all your vital organs. It's your heart. So the first thing the body does when you deprive it of its optimal nourishment is it says, oh, I don't like this, but I know that I have some vital tissue and that's what I'm going to use for energy. And that's why people lose healthy, what we call metabolically active lean body mass in the form of muscle mass and vital organ tissue. When you follow any old diet that we are you know, thrust upon us uh, on a regular basis. That's what's happening. Now, that's not good for anybody, Peter and Terry and Scott, because anytime we, we jeopardize our metabolically active lean body mass, our muscles and vital organs, is we begin to accelerate the process of aging. And not only does the process of aging accelerate, but the diseases of aging accelerate. So I'm here to tell you, um, I hope very passionately, but very scientifically accurately, that you don't ever want to follow another diet that's out there, another fad that's out there, um, another eating strategy that's that's out there, because we have found the solution. I mean, I, I can say that from the mountaintops, because we have the scientific evidence to support it. And not just that, we also have all these con con uh, contests that we've been doing. And right. actual listeners that we talk to on the Lex and Terry show on a, on a daily basis, calling in after their weigh-ins, sharing their stories and everything. These are just real people out there doing it. And the success is unbelievable. So, I mean, that, that, I, that's something that I look at more than anything else. Cause it's right in my, in my face all the time. Right. Well, you know that, yeah. That's, ahead, Doc, Doc, let me just, let me just clarify one point. So the loss of lean muscles, as a matter of fact, I was listening to one of our other interviews today and it blew my mind, it skipped over my head. Explain to both of them, when you lose lean muscle, it increases visceral fat and visceral fat releases hormones that impact our, our, our brain health. Explain that, just spend a minute on that. That blew my mind today. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so what ends up happening is when we lose the muscle mass, um, we don't have the oven or furnace, whatever you want to call it, to be able to continue to burn our other energy stores, in this case, fat and carbohydrates. But we have a lot more fat stored on our body than we have carbohydrate, right? We've only got a, about a day's supply, maybe 2,000 calories if we're really well-nourished with carbohydrates. So we've only got one day's supply of carbohydrate on our body. We have a hundred thousand calories of fat on our body. That's enough for 50 days of, of energy. So if you start depleting and reducing and eliminating your lean body mass, you have now taken your normal uh, five burner stove down to a one burner stove. So imagine you can only cook, you know, a fifth or a quarter or a fraction of what you can normally cook. 
Um, and that's exactly the analogy that the body has, because when you start to lose muscle mass, you lose your body's ability to continue to burn calories, especially fat calories, and especially the ones around our vital organs. We call that visceral fat. That's the fat that contributes to disease, metabolic diabetes, um, heart disease, uh, certain cancers, um, and certain inflammatory conditions, but also brain health decline. We call it cognitive decline. So when you start to accumulate excessive amounts of visceral fat, they release substances and sometimes they're hormones. I'm not sure who gave you that information, but they were partly right. Sometimes you secrete hormones from your, your visceral fat, but you also begin to secrete toxins because toxins are what are stored around that visceral fat. Um, and so you just make it a, a bigger storage depot for the toxins that you have circulating in your body. But we secrete a lot of harmful substances from that visceral fat, um, some of which travel to the brain and impact our cognitive brain health. We don't think as clearly. We lose something uh, that's really important for our everyday uh, living and functioning called executive function. Uh, we lose the capacity for decision making, for language and word processing. So these are all um, functions of the brain that we begin to diminish the larger our waste begins to expand. So a very good measure of a person's brain health is actually their waist circumference. And what we do in my lab in the research that we conduct uh, a lot of which has been conducted on the GoClean system, of course, is, is directly quantifying not just the girth of your waist, your waist circumference, we call it, in inches or centimeters, but we actually measure the amount of fat that's accumulating around your vital organs, your visceral fat, and that directly correlates with the level of brain function. So, yes, as we age, um, if we have greater accumulation of, of body fat around our waist, uh, that's going to continue to build up um, in the brain. We have um, certain proteins. One is called uh, tau protein 53, and that, that protein contributes to amyloid beta um, uh, deposition in the brain. And what that is is just a fancy name for, um, uh, for lack of a better word, kind of uh, uh, plots, plaque plaque that builds up. So it's plaque. Yeah. So yes, that's the danger of having your, your waist circumference get too big. It contributes to greater amounts of that protein that then trigger the production of those um, those plaque formations in the brain. Well, I'm telling you right now, this episode is just packed full of great information. So much so that we have to cut it into two separate shows. So next week, be listening to part two with the doctor. This is fantastic. And remember, if you'd like to get some Go Cleanse, you'd like to order, you'd like to talk to a coach, call the 800 number that's listed on the explanation of today's show. And if you would like to find out more about the doctor, the kind doctor, there's a link to his website right here listed on the explanation of today's show as well. Until then, be happy, be healthy, and we'll talk to you guys next week for another Go Cleanse Health Conversation.